what's up everybody holy smokes it has been a very long time i know you guys probably thought i quit i gave up i'm done no more me no more recaps no more none of this but hate to break it to you i'm still here so with that said welcome to my very very first 26 week recap or in other words, that's six months and a half. Six months and a half, man. That is a long, long time. And um, as you can imagine, there's a lot of things to talk about. But most importantly, I'm alive, I'm healthy, and I'm still moving forward one step at a time. So where should we get started? Uh, I honestly, yeah, I'm just going to warn you guys ahead of time this is going to be kind of a little bit all over the place it's been a long time since you know i've done a recap and i've just kept putting it off putting it off putting it off because i'm out of my element i'm out of my whole entire it's like if i'm a train i'm out of the the rails right now you know what i mean i'm just derailed um and i have no idea where the fuck i'm going <laughs> <laughs> but maybe that's the best part, you know, sometimes that is the best part. So anyways, week 142 to week 168 recap. That's what we're talking about today. By we, I mean me. It's always been me. I don't know why I say we. Um, anyway, see, it's been a long time. I don't even know what to say anymore. I don't even know how to do these things. By now, this shit should have been up on YouTube and, and live and... Ugh. You know, that's my vision, and here I am, four years later, still recording, still putting this up as if I'm talking to a fucking audience and all that, but nope, nope, just me, I, I, I haven't posted anything yet, but it's all in the to-do list, I promise, I promise, just uh, one day at a time, see, I'm, I'm already getting anxiety thinking about it, Whew. okay, so much to talk about, so, Man, I didn't even look at my last recap or anything like that. I'm just like, because I've been putting this off, putting this off. Because what came into, oh, two weeks, three weeks. Well, I was in Albania. I was focused on other stuff. And, um, you know, I'll do a recap once I come back from there and, and everything. And no, none of that happened. So, so much has happened. First of all, we're 2021. The masks have been lifted, uh, at least here in Phoenix, um, which I am currently right now, but not for long because I head out in LA very, very soon. Uh, actually, uh, in two days. By the way, it is April 10th, Saturday right now. Uh, that's 2021. And that's, that's where we are. That's where I'm at currently. Um, so yeah, birthday. I, I turned 33. March 31st, so not too long ago. <sighs> Again, getting anxiety thinking about it. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't do this recap because I'm just going to get anxiety from all, all the shit that's been happening and unfolding and, and all the things that I envisioned myself doing by now but haven't had a chance to do. But, um, you know, I think for every uh, cause there's an effect. So let's get to it. Let's see what has happened in the last six months and a half or the last 26 weeks so okay let's talk about albania because that's that's where we left off so week 142 that's october 2020 uh again my flight got pushed back because you know with covid and everything it was originally i believe in august if i'm not mistaken but again got pushed uh to october 
Now, October, I went, and uh, my primary reason for going to Albania, as I've been saying, is for location scouting for the Alexander the Great project, which I've been working on for over a year and a half now, or probably more than that. Um, and, you know, yeah, there's a lot to talk about just from that uh uh, from that perspective, like being in Albania and being around my family and, and during COVID and, and when everybody's everybody's talking about don't do this, don't do that, and I'm, I'm deep diving into all these locations, I'm, I'm exploring my home country, I mean, like never before, and now this time with a purpose in mind, with, with a project that relates to my ancestry. So it's all these feelings, not only just on the film-wise as an actor, but as me, as, as a person doing this, it's just... I don't know how to even explain it. Uh, it. It's personal. It's very. This project has become very, very personal. So, what happened, in Albania? I was there in October, October eighth, all the way till December third. I pushed my flight back two times. I was having a good time, so I had to. Uh, so, two months in Albania, and you know, it was just oh, more than two months, and it was. Uh, man, I just fell in love. Because, you know, Ibrahim came, uh, my partner, uh, well, my ex-partner, because before going to Albania, um, he gave me the news that he unfortunately can no longer be part of this project because of some personal stuff. He's having a baby on the way, you know, which is totally understandable. But, you know, we're still boys, and I respected his decision. And uh, one of the things, though, that, that he promised was he's going to come out and help me uh, and spend time with me during this uh, this time in Albania for location scouting, in which he did, and and he came out for ten days, and ten days we we're on the run, man. We were we were just exploring like every single thing. We left no rock left unturned, you know, everywhere from the north, south, east, west, everywhere. I'm talking about over twenty five or twenty six, I believe, locations total, if I'm not mistaken. Twenties for sure. It's been a long time. Um, yeah, so in Albania and Macedonia, I mean, to go to some of these places like uh, uh, like a fortress that was built by Alexander's father, you know, Philip II, like, to, to get in that world, to learn about that world, to start writing about that world, and to experience that world, actually be there. The authenticity is, I, I don't even know how to describe it, you know, and, and so it's kind of like... It was really cool because it's kind of like going back in time. And the trip, which I was hoping, it also brought some new ideas to me, you know, especially with the locations that we checked out. And uh, we checked out a lot of castles uh, and all these little small towns that I'd never been to before. And it was just absolutely, absolutely a breathtaking experience. And it was even more enjoyable for me because obviously it was... Uh, my hometown, my home country, so I was a little bit biased in that. But, man, it was an experience like no other. So really enjoyed that. But in addition to that, though, while I was there for the two a little over two months that I was there, I was also networking. I was in seven interviews in Albanian TV channels, and all of a sudden I'm, I'm doing all these interviews at, at these major stations. Uh, and, you know, I, I moved from Albania when I was 10 years old. So my language... It's not really professional, so it was tough expressing what I wanted to say sometimes, but I got through it, and I'd say they all went pretty solid, uh, and more than anything, just created a group of network 
as far as the media goes. So that was a big plus. In addition to that, I also met with you know writers, uh, directors, producers, uh, the Albanian historian. I mean, all these people, and it was so cool because for the first time in my life, I was in Albania, but also working like in a profession. Not even working. It's like this is my dream, you know. So. What a phenomenal feeling. And I'm like, yes, man, this is what I want to do. I want to give back. I want to collaborate. I want to get in, in, in touch with my roots again and, and, and do positive things. So it was a very, very, very positive experience. And I'd say an amazing choice of going out there. And, you know, aside from the location scouting, just meeting a new group of people. Uh, also met some potential financiers because I'm also thinking about potentially applying for some government funds. Uh, due to the fact that, you know, I'll be most likely, well, for sure, be working with a, a production company over there as well because I want to employ people over there. So, you know, you never know. Maybe they provide some grants and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, I, I was just trying to hit on all angles, networking and meeting as many people as possible because it's going to be a very, very tough project to pull off. It's going to be basically impossible you know especially for me my circumstances and, and situation but uh that's what also excites me and that's part of getting ready for character you know i mean to be alexander you, you know he did the impossible so i gotta do the impossible in my own world and, and circumstances out here so i see it as you know i crave it i crave the challenge uh you know so anyways two months in albania and and aside from all that stuff you know being around family my friends my cousins it was just it was a great time to let loose a little bit too just especially coming you know covid over there was was different you know i mean it, it was way different like everything was open and then the last month before i left there was a 10 p.m restriction where you had to be home by 10 p.m but you could still go to coffee shops restaurants you know and and enjoy life out there you know uh the beach and and whatnot so that was that was very it felt very very liberating especially during a time like this you know yeah you maybe some people see it as as a risk but um you know i i'd see it as i don't know i don't know if i saw it in a in, in a risk because what else would i be doing um and, and I don't want to miss out on opportunities. On a time where everybody was just kind of, you know, playing defense. I'm trying to play offense. I'm trying to do things. I'm trying to, you know, speed up things, you know. Um, so, yeah, it is what it is. And, you know, this world is, or acting world, it's all a big risk. So, used to risking by now on, on a very large scale and... Now at the same time, you know, you're still keeping distance somewhat, even though, you know, you've got uh, the culture over there is, is uh, not really distance pro one another. You know what I mean? Everybody likes to stay close and hug and kiss and all that stuff, which is cool. But but yeah, no, at the same time, I'm, I'm still making sure that I'm smart, obviously, and, and um, you know, uh, loading up on, on vitamins and eating somewhat okay, although the food there is absolutely, that's a whole different topic. It's love the food there i really miss the food there um so all in all it was a very enjoyable experience so you know got to do location scouting see a bunch of these locations explore my own country be in interviews and be interviewed and um 
you know, get to talk about the project, get to meet people, get to uh, discuss with other directors and producers and see people that could potentially come on board, you know. Um, so from that angle, it was uh, very, very productive, very productive and uh, very rewarding internally, too. So other than that, um, yeah, that was basically week 142 till about week 154. Because uh, that was October, November, and then December 3rd is when I came back. So December, I come back to Phoenix. Now at this time, you know, December all the way to April. And a little bit while I was in Albania too. So the other thing why I've been kind of in a passive state, although you hear the recaps and you hear all that's been going on... And, you know, I am moving forward. I am jabbing, right? But not at the pace that I'd like to move forward and I'd like to jab at, right? You know, like I I always compare myself to my potential and nothing else. It's not about what, you know, I've accomplished in relation to him or her or this or that. It's always what have I accomplished in relation to what my capacity or capability is, you know? And that's why I'm just... Uh, I'm just very hard on myself when it comes to that stuff because I know better, you know. And uh, especially when when I value time, the uh, the number one thing out of all things, and I hate wasting time. But sometimes life just kicks you in the fucking balls, man, and you gotta take it, and that's it. And you can't get up. And even though you realize that you're laying on the ground, you gotta get up now. And sometimes you just can't. And um, what I'm trying to say is. This entire time, um, so I went through a breakup before this, and I thought I would be maybe over it, on, or maybe you know I'd be able to move on. But but that wasn't the case. What what happened is, um, you know, of course, without going into too much detail, um, you know, you go back and forth, and sometimes things aren't really over, you know, because there's there's always, especially when, you know, you've got deep connection and, and there's a lot of stuff, there's a lot of stuff between two people, right, when you're in love and um, to make this simple, I was just really heartbroken and um, slipped into a, um, you know, a and it's not so much that there's a lot of these feelings that come due to our relationship, um, whether it's feelings of guilt or feelings of sadness or feelings of confidence issue or whatever it may be. There's all these issues that come up and then you're just dealing with it and you're battling it out with yourself basically. So I slipped into a deep depression, man. I, you know, and it was very, I was very passive. I was very like, I was just going with the flow. I wasn't really getting after anything. Even though I'm still doing some stuff here and there, I wasn't, you know, this was a big, ah, I had to figure things out, you know, figure things out. And um, I always talk about positivity and, you know, moving on and doing and overcoming and, you know, when shit happens to you, how do you react and all this stuff. But there's different levels of the game and different levels of things that happen in your life. And this was a perfect example of getting hit like I've never gotten hit before. And I've never, you know, been in a state of depression as deep as this before. 
uh, if I'm just being a, a thousand percent transparent. You know, I've never battled with depression before or anything like that. This was my first time, and it was... I definitely see things a lot different now. I I look at, you know, before when I look at people and, and sometimes we judge people too quickly. Like, come on, snap out of her, this or that and all that shit. It's like, not everybody, everybody goes through, is going through different stages at different levels. And sometimes you can't help the person. And sometimes the person can't help themselves, depending on how they're geared up. Now, not to say that you know, you're going to be hopeless for the rest of your life because eventually, sooner or later, you're going to get out of it. Like right now, me, six months later, obviously I'm feeling a little bit better, but I'm not 100%. I'm not going to lie. You know, I'm not 100%. And part of me being, so after I came back from Albania, I, you know, I came to Phoenix and I've stayed in Phoenix now for the next four months because it's April now, April 2021. And part of the reason being was that, you know, um, that like going back to LA would bring up too many memories and it, it was just way too tough for me so I didn't want to do that so I stayed and I kind of hid it felt like I, I just hid from the world and I didn't, I didn't want to do anything you know I didn't so that was that's been a big part of those last six months and a half you know these last 26 weeks is just dealing with all that uh, and not just the relationship, it's myself, dealing with myself, dealing with my actions, dealing with my, you know, how did I get here? Like, what the fuck happened? You know, how, how, you know, I went from this to like completely lost. So it's basically like, I, I, I deviated from the plan, but it was it's not like I regret anything or I'm just like, oh, I didn't. No, no, no. It just life happened. You know, life happened. I, I took a chance. I risked. Didn't work out. Yeah, life happens. You know, but um, it's tough. You know, it really is tough because dealing with that on top of everything else. You know, so I kind of wanted to hit on that before we get into everything else because, um, you know, it's... I would be lying if I just talked hear about all these recaps and everything that's been going on I won this and I did this and blah 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 without without telling the major thing is how I've been feeling the entire time which is that's what I've been dealing with is is a lot of um, you know just just a depressive state from the aftermath of, of the relationship that didn't work out you know and not here to blame anybody but myself I'm, I'm 100% you know, I'm responsible for everything that happens in my life, you know, um, and and it is what it is. And I got to deal with healing and learning and growing and, and, and uh, getting better as, as an individual, you know, as a partner, as all these things. And that's just been, it's been hard and, and it really affected my confidence. Um, I'm a naturally, uh, I'd say, okay, confident person, you know, I'm, I'm positive, I'm optimistic, you know, and uh, I wasn't like that. You know, I, I was completely not like that. And, and uh, it's it's just taken some time. It's taken some time, some help, um, like listening to podcasts and, and all these things. Um, and I'm just here to say that, listen, everybody's going to go through their own different stage of depression. And um, I, I like to handle everything on my own. Like I always solve things on my own and, and 
do that on my own. But but I'm here to say that sometimes that's not enough. And it's okay to get help. It's okay to talk to someone, talk to psychologists, whatever you need to do, you know. And and you can't judge anybody, man. I mean, it's a, again, what, what might be laughable to someone uh, is completely a different situation to another person. So all I'm going to have to say about that is... I got a full taste of it, full taste of, of exactly what I didn't want to get a taste of, and I got caught. That's it. I got caught, and now I need to move on, learn from it, and that's it. And little by little, leave it to time. And that's what I've been doing from the start, although there was days where I... I it's just very tiny belief that it's like it'll get better. Then that grows and grows. and But you just have to trust. It's like you're walking on a road that's dark and you can't see anything. And you're just like this. And you just, just something inside you subconsciously knows that, you know, there's light there. Just keep walking. You've been in somewhat similar situations. Not as deep as this one before. But keep walking. You know, there, there, there's light there. There's no choice but to keep walking, right? Because you're not, what are you going to do? Die? You know what I mean? Like, taking it extreme, of course, but that's that's how you got to take it sometimes. Because it's like, it needs to click. So, dude, move on, you know? And moving on can be doing one thing more than you did the previous day. I don't know, you know? Um, seeking help. Um, listening to positive, positive podcasts. Like, whatever it is. You know, there's no shame in that. So, here to say that I got caught had to deal with it and that was a big part of this uh, 26-week recap and quite frankly why I haven't done the recaps because I just it's just off off everything's off my uh, uh, my compass compass I don't know why I said that weird my compass <laughs> I'm not gonna say it again because I can't say it right but that's it was just it's been destroyed and now I'm just like picking it back up and trying to figure everything out so, get back to Phoenix, dealing with all that stuff, and keep in mind, I'm dealing with also being back at home, which is great, but also not at the same time, because you're so easily distracted, you get in a place of comfort, and now, it's been like, it feels, I mean, from October, till, till uh, you know, that's, that's six months, but I came back in Phoenix when it was, I, I believe, June, so I've been close to a year in Phoenix, and between Phoenix and Europe. So I just feel like, man, and I came here also, I, and another part of also being here, I also tried to make some moves financially too, like I closed a few deals with real estate in January, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to make the best of it, you know, um, and then February, March, now April, because we're in April right now, the market, you know, real estate just got absolutely insane, because people started to move, I mean, the complete opposite of happened, what a Everybody thought things would go down, but things skyrocketed up. And Phoenix, every, everybody and their mom was moving to Phoenix. So it's insane. I mean, that's a whole different conversation, though. And that was, of course, I only had buyers to represent, no sellers. So it was just tough luck. In addition to that, I was working my, resor my, my resources and, and my, my skills and network to try to come up with a plan to... Because obviously I'm not in a position where I can put money down and whatnot, but I can leverage my skills, where I can partner up and accumulate maybe a property or two with with someone who maybe has the funds but doesn't know the uh, um, just the how tos of of the business, and we can leverage something out and get in a partnership and 
you know, get into another property because that was my goal before coming back to LA and during these times is, listen, attack, right? Everybody's playing deep. You got to attack, make some moves. And I did. And I got in the contract and I spent, you know, I'd say January, February, March, mid-March. And then I just, but for three months, solid three months, that wasn't like, it was a, and it was a thing too, to get out of my depressive state. You know, I'm trying to do things. I'm trying to right that. That's one way how I try to deal with it. And, uh, I worked so hard and I got into contract with the property, which is so hard to get in contract right now if you're a buyer for this place. It was going to be my second place and we're in escrow and it's 30 days to close or I'm sorry, 45 days to close. And on the 44th day, we find out that the seller um, is basically this, this dude was a crook, but he had a bad title, meaning he did not own the place uh, 100% wholly. So... The deal had to be canceled. I was so close to being half owner of this place that me and a partner went went into over here, and um, that didn't work out. So that was a big bummer. Um, and in addition to that, you know, try to just scrape some deals, man, with real estate to try to save as, as much as I can. And in the meantime, too, I was renting my place out or my room out in LA. So you know, it was nice. So I was trying to make up some ground financially because productive wise I was kind of going like this but I'm like at least now I can financially steep up just a little bit you know um but yeah it was okay I mean it would have been better if I would have been at late throughout the whole time because everything shut down over there nothing was operating so I would have just lost a bunch of money and anyways but um it worked out so financially had some gains there which is positive you know and uh, yeah so just other than that got a couple deals and everything went crazy then no luck just a lot of work and and uh, no return at the end but it is what it is this is how these things go sometimes and then I let go I gave up because I'm like I'm not gonna try to force anything the market is crazy right now I'm not gonna you know jump into that bandwagon I'm just gonna Hey, if something makes sense, it makes sense, but I'm not going to force anything. So it is what it is. So that's what happened there. Um, and then trying to think of other ways how to, you know, how, how, what, what can I do to, to, to make some money right now, you know, so, so, because it's for the project. Now, speaking of the project, okay, so when I came back January, so besides Ibrahim, my two other writers, quit as well for uh different personal reasons which i understand and you know i felt like the whole project was just falling through man and i don't know what to do and um but i i you know doing all these interviews and going to shows and and speaking you know in albania and being around my people and being around in in my country and all that work i'm like no way i'm not gonna do this you know what i mean i'm 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 doing this. You know what I mean? This is what this whole entire journey is all about, man. I, I'm fucking rolling the dice. So I talked to various people in the industry and uh, got some in, got some pros and cons whether to, to do the short as I planned or go full pilot. So I decided, you know, okay, so let me back up a little bit. While in Albania too, 
a lot of questions. I mean, I, people were fired up when you were talking about where is Alexander from, the ethnicity to it, which I'm not going to get into right now because it'll literally be an hour discussion because it's a complicated topic. Um, but I, I eventually, while while there, um, I'm like, holy shit, this is this is very. It's very interesting because these people, everybody in the Balkan region is very fired up about this. You know, whether it's people from Kosovo, Macedonia, Albania, Greece, I mean, you name it. Everybody's fired up and, and passionate about, you know, their opinion. So now I'm like, I really need to be very, very thorough. I mean, I knew that in the beginning, but now I'm like, no, it, like everything needs to be super thorough in whatever the story I tell. Historically speaking... And also when, when I'm bringing to life these characters, which were real people. So I, there's a ton of responsibility and accountability to not only know history, but know all the sides so I can, I can look at it in a very, in a 360 view, you know what I mean? Not just one side of it. So I hired a researcher that's not related in the Balkan region at all, that's completely independent, based out of England, doesn't know anything about his, like you know, the ethnic struggles that we've gone through in the Balkan region. And that's what I've hired to, uh, you know, to conduct my research as far as, okay, let's get down to this. I, and I wanted to know for myself too, because I've never deep dived into history like this before, never in my life. So I'm learning all this information. I bought a bunch of books and I'm deep diving, not only in Alexander, but in Philip's life and Olympias and their, and their parents. And because that's in order to know today, you've got to know, the before you know what i mean like you've got to know the the past of what had happened so why we are where we are today right so it was really really interesting and um so i started that i got the itch to okay and you're going to these loopholes not loopholes you're going to these rabbit holes of like you find that one information and this information that's the thing with history back then keep in mind it's 350 bc anything from ancient history that remains it's a probably about one percent that's like factual that remains any everything that we have is from um archaeological sites and obviously technology through uh, or inscriptions and um and then the ancient historians which wrote about that time about 150 years later so even i mean history is his story at the end of the day right it's a bunch of he said she said and it's a bunch of all these ancient historians saying three four different things however with that said there are some things that we can look at where there's no disputes amongst all the ancient historians or the or the inscriptions that we have from that time or the uh, archaeological fact findings and so on and so forth so i had to you can only imagine all the uh the deep dive in the research that i had to go through right and um so when I got back, that's exactly what I did. I just deep dived into that because I'm like, I, I need to know a whole lot more, you know, about everything, about not just Alexander, who was Alexander's father's father's father, you know, and some sources can't even go back. Like everything is like a big question mark and a mystery. And even the historians are right. You got to not know their story. Like where are they writing from? Or the politicians that wrote that we have all these, let's say, inscriptions from like, what were their what was their interest right it's like somebody writing about today and whether let's say you're a biden supporter or a trump supporter you know people said different things so take that now and then go 2500 years later and try to figure out what was actually happening 
So it's very, very difficult. That's what I'm trying to say. You, you've even, you, so you got to study not only the like the history of what happened, but the the sources of where the history is coming from. And there's all these sources, right? That you you have to look at, um, and then compare and say, okay, cool. What's undisputable? Okay, A, B, C, D. Great. This is what I'm working with. Everything in between here. Now this is where it goes. Okay, well, A, B, or C could have happened hypothesis so after you deep dive and you learn the characters and plot and the story and the history and the language and the politics and the get in in that world now you get to create your own hypothesis and nobody can dispute it right as long as nobody get can dispute it then you're on the right track but in order to get to that level <laughs> a lot of work needs to be done because there's a lot of information so like I said, I don't want to deep dive into that because it's a long conversation, but that led me to hire a researcher. Then I hired a new screenwriter. This guy came, you know, he had all these recommendation letters and great credits on IMDb and worked on multi-million dollar projects. And I thought, you know, I was getting B's knees, man, and, and the top of the top, right? Like, or a top level writer. And he was also a... Um, um, and this was in January, by the way, when I came, because December, I was just still catching up with family here and slowing down and still, like I told you, and wasn't in a very, I was just kind of all over the place. So January, I'm like, okay, cool. Let's, let's deep dive into the project now. Um, as much as I could, in addition to all the real, real estate and all that other stuff. But, um, yeah, I hired a screenwriter, I hired a researcher. And again, aside from me doing my own research throughout this entire process as well um and then the writer like i was saying he, he, and then we agreed to to you know some points in the back and also 2500 bucks now for me that's a lot because it's probably out of my own pocket and um and understand that can be very little to some seasoned writers and whatnot but nonetheless 2500 dollars is a lot of money and i was paying it in installments too i was just you know i was just put good faith like yeah i trust you like you obviously have all the credentials you have great recommendations i mean you're you teach screenwriting for a living so i had really really high hopes uh and i said okay let's make this pilot now which i have about 33 pages let's go full you know 50 pages or so because i want to make this thing a 50 to 60 minute pilot so knowing all that deep diving into all this information that's what led me to like okay now there's no turning back i can't make a short film out of this now there's too much there's too complications these rules this is too fucking juicy to not make you know there's so much complications and this whole thing is like holy shit like the entire story there's so many cool elements and so many new elements that i figure out along the way that i'm going to implement that so my, my, my mind's like filled with all these ideas for the project now that, that before this, like six months, six and a half months ago, like I knew maybe very little. I mean, I don't know, I want to say 10, 15, 20% of what I know now, you know what I mean? Um, so I'm, I'm feeling pretty solid, but we'll fast forward to January, February, March, April, I finally get my first rough draft from the writer. And, um, you know, it wasn't what I, what I expected from all the back and forth that we went. It wasn't what I expected at all. And uh, it was it was a big bummer because at this time I've already paid 1500 bucks, 
and on one of the emails and, and I was very transparent and trying to communicate that you know this is I feel like we're heading in the wrong direction so let's go back in the right direction and this is what we need to do and a B and C and you know I got it the last email I got was that um, you know you wish me the best of luck and uh, he doesn't think that he can put my vision uh, in the script um, so as you can imagine I'm, I'm pretty pretty fucking bummed out at this point you know what I mean um, so, but I, I don't know what's going to happen because it was very recent. That was like a few days ago. And after I, I replied, he said he's going to reply back to me to see what's going to happen. If he's going to stay on, if he's going to really withdraw. And if he's going to withdraw, if he's going to maybe hopefully refund partially or whatever, you know. I mean, I feel like 1500 bucks, and I just got a rough draft of basically a very identical version of, of the f draft I already had just about seven to eight more pages filled with words that really don't align with what my vision is um, so it is what it is though but but I'm not I'm not mad at I'm not mad at him I'm not mad at anybody it's just part of collaborating at this point I mean I just I've learned that working with multiple people it is what it is like you you're, you just can't take anything personally there's too much like this this world is too subjective and there's misunderstandings everywhere and uh we expect things and so anyways i'm, I'm also in conflict with myself because part of me is like fuck i should have not paid because i don't pay before the work's done like that's just a rule that i have because you know i, I don't want to get screwed left and right you know but at the same time, I took a leap of faith and said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to let off the reins a little bit. You work at your own pace, you do you, I'm going to tell you as much information as possible, and you deliver the product. But you do it how you want to do it. You know, so it was very, I felt like, very easygoing, and uh, so not really happy about that. But we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So that's where I am with a project. So just been going back and forth and, you know, obviously creating the, uh, the the rough draft that we have now, which I'm not happy with. So we'll see what he happens, what happens. Maybe I, I still work with a writer or if not, then I have to start the process all over again from scratch to find a new writer. Or, I don't know. I have no idea what's going to happen. But that's TBD. Um... In addition to that, I started the physical transformation. I officially started Phase 2. Now, Phase 2, what that involves, in addition to Nick, who's been my personal trainer, um, was a good buddy of mine throughout this entire process of Phase 1 and now going to Phase 2, I also hired a nutritionist um, that Nick recommended. And I had the nutritionist on board for solid three months, January till, till uh, March. Uh, but going forward... You know, we kind of came to a disagreement to uh, uh, to kind of a new pricing structure going forward with it. And uh, so we just went our separate ways. However, still on phase two. And um, I'm looking to get a new nutritionist on, nutritionist on board. And just trying to take things to the ne next level. You know, I mean, really, really trying to dial in. I've never attacked uh, my... my uh, 
I don't want to call it physicality, but just my body this way, like where I have a nutritionist that I'm doing everything they're saying. I'm doing all the workouts. I've, I haven't skipped a day. I've, I've logged on and logged my food on my fitness pal in over, you know, three months every single day. And with that, we started bulking up. So for the first three months, it's bulk up phase. So right now, I weigh about 166 or 167. And I started the, the, this journey or phase two at 159. So, you know, gain some pounds there, but it's all, it's all mass. It's muscle mostly. And I'm feeling good. I'm feeling strong, man. And it's that, that honestly, that was the only thing that kept me sane during this downtime and while dealing with depression and all this other shit. It's just gym every single day. And I almost had a task to do, um, where I would override whatever I was feeling like, well, I have to go to the fucking gym. Like this is a commitment. This is about the project. I don't care what I want. I'm going to the gym or I have to log this food. I have to hit 3,300 calories. That's that, you know, like, so that's what it was uh, throughout this entire time. And even to this point, I got up, I started, I think, 2,200 calories and got up all the way to right now I'm at like 3,345 calories, which is insane for me. But now we're going to start the deficit and go down for the next three months. So we'll see how things go and I can finally hopefully see some abs and because, um, you know, I want to attain a stocky build because uh, it was rumored that Alexander, you know, was short, short and uh, and stocky build. But I also want to give the, I don't want to be like a super, like a bodybuilder Instagram model or anything like that. But I want the appearance of, you know, like a warrior, like a straight up warrior. Um, and in face two, I want to do some other stuff too for the mental state because not just physically getting ready. More importantly, I'm getting ready mentally. So there's a reason behind the nutritionist and logging foods and the macros and all this stuff is is not just, okay, cool to hit our goal. Because um, I think you, you, if you work out this hard and you're this committed in anything, you'll get there eventually. But more so the discipline of this is the number I need to hit. This is the workout I need to do. I don't care how I feel. I'm doing it. I'm hitting it, you know, and every single day and stay consistent, you know. So... That's, that was a, you know, one of the elements to the Alexander project that I've maintained and I've stayed consistent all the way up to, you know, April 10th now, which is the date today. Um, so yeah, and, and that's been the entire time. It, it feels like the working out aspect, the physical aspect feels like a full-time job along with the research and, and learning more. And I'm still learning. Like it's, it's like a never ending, you know, you learn about one thing and, and, uh, and, and it leads you to another thing and another thing. And you're like, holy crap. So I'm over because I'm not just learning. Because I plan to make this a series, God willing. And um, I don't want to just make a pilot. My whole thing is to make a series or, or just one, one episode, right? I need to make, I need to have the idea for, you know, where we're taking this thing. Where's this thing going? In order to do that, I need to know all these characters really really well as law as well as the world back then simply put that means culture politics um you know traditions uh, alliances character i mean everything so yeah that's that's basically my journey for the last uh, last six months and a half or the last 26 weeks and in addition to that i don't know if i've talked about this but the dark web so that's 
again, I haven't focused too much on that. And when I go back to LA, not tomorrow because tomorrow's Sunday, but on Monday, I mean, I'm just because I'm feeling a little bit better now. That's why I'm like, I'm ready to take things to the next level. And now it's gonna be Irvin 2.0. You know what I mean? It's gonna be like when I first moved to LA, but now I have, you know, a whole lot of different tools in my arsenal, and I'm, I'm just, I feel like. I know a lot more about a lot of different things and um, I'm going to create clear goals and I'm just ready to get after it again. I'm, I'm ready to create my path again and, and not lose sight of my overall goal and work on my my goals like because I haven't even had a chance to do that because um, so much has happened, you know, with, with, again, the breakup and, you know, family and distractions and this and that, people, people. I just want to be alone. I need to concentrate with my thoughts and my plans for the future and, and everything, you know. Um, and then again, the simple stuff of like the deep stuff, like what's – because we always change, you know. New circumstances, new situations, new 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 ideas, uh, we're changing. So in order to keep up with ourselves, we have to check in with ourselves. Um, and that's something that I'm definitely eager to do as soon as I move back to LA and go back into my space. Also, as I was saying, as far as the dark web, haven't had a chance to do much with that. I have some ideas, like I want to make it into, create a documentary aspect just for that and uh, together with a short film and sell it as, as like a 60 minute thing, like a 60 minute film, the documentary and the short film. Um, also had some distribution, so we had three distribution offers, which is awesome from, you know, not anything like crazy, but, um, I'm still learning about them. I haven't accepted anything because I don't know how I'm going to go about it. And because I've been dealing with the Alexander project that that's been taking it in the back seat. But there was a period during this time, during this 26 weeks where we've won a total of, I believe, 12 awards, uh, which is... I was blown away. I, it's just the cherry on the cake. All this, the accolades and the awards and all this stuff is just the cherry on the cake. The work's been done. The work's been put in. Um, that's it. You know, and, and me, myself, I won, you know, six awards. It was four best actor, one best producer, and one best writer. And I'm just like, ah, like, Granted, they weren't for any, like, big festival, like, well-known festivals, you know, it wasn't like Canes or Sundance or anything prestigious like that, which would have been amazing, but it's still cool, you know, it's still a cool feeling, and, and it's something like, a, again, nothing more than just a pat on the back that says, hey, you're going, you're in the right direction, like, keep going, that's all it served, and, and after that, cool, take it, put it to the side, and that's that, you know, I don't really... I have a weird feeling. It's always a weird... Because when you're an actor, it's like... Your ego is like... It's coming and going. And you don't know how to fucking deal with it. Sometimes. You know? Because oftentimes, I don't know. Because it's like... If you're confident, you're too confident. You're being fucking cocky. If you're not confident, you're lost. It's like... God damn. It's the cycle of like... Sometimes you don't know how to be. You know? Like... Sometimes you don't trust yourself. Like, should I be fucking happy? Yeah. Like, I fucking won best best actor, man. It's a great fucking feeling. Then the other time, I was like, no, no, what the fuck? 
that's what are you doing? Don't do that. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. I shouldn't do that. No, no, come on, be humble. Like, but, but no, like, that is a cool feeling. It's an fucking, it's an achievement. You know, it's an achievement, let alone to finish the film, let alone get awards. You know, so it's like I go back and forth with that, because I trust me. <laughs> I want to be very thoroughly transparent. That's my entire spiel. I want to be transparent with everything that I do, even this the recaps and the journey and this whole thing. This whole thing is about finding the truth of what happens out here when you chase your dreams or your journey from when you're trying to go from good to great, right? And what I struggle with is I don't want to be fake humble. I want to be real humble. And when you win an award as best actor, and there's so much doubt and so much question mark, and especially when you work, like when you're in my situation where, you know, nobody nobody even knows you're a fucking actor. Most of them think, oh, you're just, this is a phase, or you're messing around. You want to be like, no, I'm for real. And this award just proved it. You know, you want that feeling. But you also don't want to, I also don't want to get fucking carried away with that feeling. It's It's just something like, this is my validation, but I shouldn't need validation. But... When you don't do enough work and you don't write it, see the predicament, the perplexity that's involved. Because uh, as an artist, you want zero. Yet. Like I never want to do anything because of somebody else. But when somebody else tells you something positive, you know, it's a great feeling. But I don't want to be attached to that feeling. But I also don't want to be inhumane or inconsiderate to that feeling and try to be like, again, the fake humble like no like i want to be real and and that's what i'm working on i'm working on cool take it in acknowledge it acknowledge it pat yourself in the back that was great awesome that was just somebody's opinion though and great and maybe somebody had a completely different opinion and hey that's that and and take it look at it put it away that's it you know so that's how i feel about all that stuff so awards is uh, something that hey i'm for real now you know, like in the aspect of whoever wants to judge me and question whatever I'm doing, that that's all that is, is is not to put it in anybody's face and say I'm a I'm a fucking award winner. It's nothing like that, but it's just something that tells people that you know I've been working really fucking hard at this, and somebody valued it, and whatever that's worth, I don't know, but it's something, right? It's better than nothing. So that's where I stand with all that, and as you can tell, I'm just internally perplexed of how I should feel about it. If it, if I get a good feeling, then I feel guilty because I'm like, no, don't don't do that, you know, you don't you don't. And then if I don't, I'm like, well, come on, like, fucking, you did something great. It's okay. Don't be so hard on yourself. So, anyways, that's all that is. But all in all, I will say I'm very proud of, you know, everybody because it wasn't just obviously <laughs> not me it was you know andres uh, all the other actors um you know the people that helped us like you know dp everybody that was involved yeah, made this thing happen and i'm extremely proud of my entire team and and you know with a composer i worked for six months seven months man like what a fucking phenomenal feeling and to create something and be done and somebody people watch it and and you know to add to that forget all the awards I think the coolest feeling was um, when I had the premiere here at home and my family watched it. And, and you know, and of course, my parents watched it. And, and my dad comes to me and he says, and, and he really, 
you know, you could tell he was touched by uh, by the film, and and he was proud of me, and he said, you know, um, everything that you've done thus far has been worth it, and that meant the world to me, you know, because it was it was one of those things where not a lot of people see all the work, the grind, uh, the world of chaos, <laughs> the internal battles and demons that you have to fight with every day. And when people finally come and, and see that and, and give you credit or validate that, and people you care about, of course, that opinion carries weight, that's the best feeling, you know. So that's all I got to say for that. So with that said, 52 minutes into this recap, but I said there's a lot to talk about. Um, there's no way it was going to be anything less than that. It won't do it justice. Um, but yeah... Still going forward again. I'm on week uh, 14. I'm, this is week 14. I'm finishing going to week 15 as far as phase two, the physical journey. I'm going to get into some stuff while I'm in LA, like MMA and all this stuff to further get ready, not only mentally, but physically for my role and, and sore training and all this other stuff that I've planned. But uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. But more importantly, I'm glad that uh you know health is the number one thing and i'm very glad and blessed that i stayed healthy me and my family we, we managed to stay healthy during this time uh of just complete chaos and unpredictability so very grateful for that um feeling grateful that i'm feeling better now a little bit and 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 also that i had that experience because i understand that i you know an actor in in a way if i'm being selfish is it's a gift to experience all that pain and all this turmoil and all this shit because you can use it now and it's it's tool in your toolbox so maybe it was meant to happen you know i, I don't know but um that's it that's life and this is the journey this is the journey and I'm still here. I'm still moving forward. I'm slow. I got knocked down. <laughs> I got caught. But hey, I'm getting back up and uh, continuing to move forward. So with that said, the next recap will be in LA and everything will start moving back into high gear as it was before. And uh, I hope to just stay on track and really get after it this time like never before. So with that said, this is the end of the 26th recap or week 142 till week 168 recap. And that's going from October till now, April 10th. Till next time. Over now. Peace.